Hey guys, it's Malia and Elise. We are recording on Gallon's time. <laughs> <laughs> Redo. She's totally gonna leave that in the intro, but I'm whatever. Earn, spend, live presents eavesdropping. Real women, real talk. Hey guys. It's Malia and Elise. We're recording on Galentine's Day. So to celebrate, we are ranking our fave fictional female friendships. I guess it's less of a ranking and more of a listing. We didn't really do yeah. a ranking. Well, it's a list because we don't agree. That's true. But, but also, we ended up with a really long list, so it's too much <laughs> to rank. We can just give our number ones. Yeah. Okay. No boys allowed. So first, Jess and Cece. Oh. <laughs> That would be Laz, the cat. He just jumped in a box or something. Yeah, he's being reckless. Okay. He's having a very good time. Who's our first um, friendship? So, Jess and Cece from New Girl. Mm-hmm. I, right. I think we both agree on them. Yeah, they're good. They're, they're good, good friends. friends. They've been, they were like childhood friends. Yeah. They have their, wasn't like, just fat? I don't think something? so. I think she's she just weird. Maybe. Mm. Um, oh, Schmidt that was fat. Schmidt was fat, yeah. Oh. If we were doing all friendships, it should be Schmidt and Nick. Yeah. <laughs> yes. They're, I, I was going to say, like, for me, I like Jess and Cece, but they don't have the most dynamic friendship on the show. They're more just right. like, I love you. No, I love you. You're awesome. No, you're awesome. Mm-hmm. Occasionally, Which they'll have good. a fight, but, like, they'll address it on the show, and then it's done. But, it's, yeah, mm-hmm. it's pretty solid. Yeah. It's mostly a healthy friendship, I think, which is different than some of our list. Yeah, the next friendship is not healthy at all. It's Blair and Serena from Gossip Girl, which Malia's never seen. Have not. But it's the most they iconic. They were like frenemies, right? Well, so they've always been best friends, but there were periods where they weren't friends. So, I mean, I guess you could call them frenemies, but they really do love each other. Um, but I love them because, number one, they're not perfect. Number two, because they remind me of me and my childhood best friend, Haley. <laughs> she is blonde, and we always would call each other S and B. And it also stood for bitch and slut, because I'm the bitch and she's the slut. <laughs> she's just like Blair and That's like the most high school thing I've ever heard. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I love Gossip Girl. So high school Elise thought that was really clever, huh? I did, yeah, yeah and college Elise, but that's, <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I should stop ripping on her quite so hard now that I know it held off in the college. Um, we realized when we were making this list that even though we watch a lot of the same shows, apparently we also like still don't watch a lot of the same shows. Um, I love, 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 love the codependent, amazing friendship of Abby and Alana on Broad City. They are so like, those bitches are codependent? Because oh, every yeah. single friendship I put on my list, you're like, no, they're codependent. I mean, okay, they are, but in healthier ways than like, so, spoiler, but like Rebecca and Paula on Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, like, that's a little, we'll talk about it, but... <laughs> They're pretty codependent. Like, they will Skype each other on the toilet, like, They'll also Skype each other while they're having sex or masturbating. I can't. I mean, you know. No, it's disgusting. I think it's really funny. But I do, like, I really like their friendship. It's very chill, but they'll also, like, say it straight, you know? Like, this Mm -hmm. is what you should be doing. Um, Their gifts are really really funny. funny. Yeah. It's a really funny show. Yeah. I like their friendship. If you can get past um, the very first scene of the show, which is them Skyping while masturbating and having sex. Um, she never I ended up masturbating. It. She was just holding up her vibrator. Doesn't but Elise matter. could not. Elise was like, oh my god, why is she showing her friend her vibrator? And why is the other friend having sex? Yeah, that was too much. I mean, it was really... I laughed a lot. 
That's they're obviously like, very close. So I'll give them that. Occasionally, Elise and I like have very similar senses of humor, and they start to like <laughs> diverge. Broad City is like where mine is just totally not not the same. Um, my all-time favorite female friendship. I'm gonna go ahead and give this number one. Anne and Leslie from Parks and Recreation. Uh, Leslie Nope is the like local town goody goody. She's on city council. She gets on city council eventually, and she's the lead assistant director, I want to say, of the Parks and Rec- Parks and Recreation Department. And then Anne is this concerned homeowner who comes in to like one of their town hall meetings, and then they become friends. Um, Leslie has the best nicknames for Anne. Like she'll only recall her like Anne, you beautiful flower, or Anne, you amazing, wonderful unicorn. And they're just so cute and so sweet and so genuine. And even when Anne moves away, they stay close. I really like it. They're so cute. Yet another show I haven't seen. Uh, she has to watch it. Did you say I'm so cute or were you quoting someone? They are so cute. Oh, I thought you said you're so cute. And I was like, mm-hmm. what am I doing? Elise always <laughs> thinks she's cute. True. Low-key, like, <laughs> secret about Elise's life. I just but, think yeah. everyone's complimenting me. But again, they have a very healthy, like, it's a little, you know, they do love each other, like, a little too much. But, like, I think most female friendships are a little overly, like, no, you're perfect. Except for, <laughs> this is definitely my top five, Christina and Meredith from Grey's Anatomy. Yeah, I haven't watched Grey's Anatomy. They are not nice. I mean, they're nice to each other, but they're not, like, they're not sweet people. They're both dark yeah. and twisty. I can see that. Yeah, and they're they're extremely codependent, like extremely mm. until Christina leaves, and then it's really hard for Meredith. But yeah, I love their friendship. Are they like bitchy to each other, or just not? Like, they're not bitchy. They're just not affectionate, and they're both very cold people. Mm. Like they don't. They call each other. They don't even say like, "Oh, you're my BFF." They're like, "You're my person." And like they're they're kind of. I don't know. I'll never watch Grey's because at this point it's a complicated. It's every relationship on there is complicated, especially theirs. Mm. I'm a fan of complicated female relationships, Mm -hmm. though. But they have they're solid. Like they've never not been friends. So yeah, I should have put um. (laughs) You probably did. You watch Bones? No. Yeah. On Bones, uh, Bones and Angela have a really good friendship. Um. Finally, show we've both watched. Rory and Lorelai from Gilmore yes. Girls. Yes. Yep, mother-daughter. You know all about that. I don't. Oh, I was like, you've watched Gilmore Girls. Oh, no, <laughs> she she's talking about how my mom is, like, my only consistent friend throughout my life. But, uh, yeah, no, like, I make a major life decision or something happens, and I text my mom. Like, if we don't talk at least once, like, if we don't, like, hang out once a week, it's weird. Yeah. We have to get caught up. But. I'm close to my mom, but she's not, like, my BFF. Yeah, I was just, like, my mom is still, I mean, she's my mom when she needs to be. Like, last night she was getting on my case about my writing samples, close talking about something, and she was like, you need more writing samples. And I was like, well, you can't think of, like, one thing that I've written because I wanted her to come up with an example of, like, something that she thought was really good. And she was like, mm, I mean, you wrote a lot of drinking games. And I'm like, <laughs> mom, I've written more than drinking games. And she was like, I mean, with mostly drinking games. And I was like, mom. Well, you're about to start writing The Resident Feminist. Yeah, so there will be some more serious writing in my writing mm-hmm. portfolio. Mom doesn't listen to this podcast, so she won't know that. But yeah, she was like, no, Malia, it shows versatility. You should write more than just drinking games. And I'm like, drinking games are fun, mom. Whatever. Drinking games are life. Um, but yeah, so sometimes she'll like still mom me, but other times we're like, 
oh my god did you see the latest episode of blah 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 or so and so is so stupid or whatever um so if you wanted to write a memoir of y'all's life together would she throw a fit like Lorelai did I don't know probably not but I would say it's different because if I wrote a memoir it would be not about like like the Rory, getting knocked up when she's yeah, 16. Yeah, so I was going to say, the life. Rory and Lorelai story is so much more about Lorelai than it is about mm-hmm. Rory. Whereas, like, my mom was just, like, a solid good kid, and then she got married, <laughs> and she had me, so, like, there's not really a story She there. did everything right. Yeah, I'm like, okay. <laughs> you were, yeah, you went to college, and then you got married, and then you had a kid, and then you finished college, and you had another kid. Whatever. Very all-American. Mm-hmm. What's your favorite part about their friendship? Lorelai and Rory? Yeah. Oh, their, like, food-eating habits. <laughs> Respect. <laughs> I knew that was what I relate them. I knew it was going to be something random. That's why I was like, I wonder what Elise is going to say. I had to think about that. <laughs> Not how they're open with each other. No. No, I also really love just how they go back and forth, which obviously that's the point of the show. Like, yeah. Everyone talks like that, but they just, they speak the same language. Yeah. Me they and have jokes no one gets. Language. I was going to say, that's kind of, I would say that's one way my mom and I are really similar. Like, if you get us together around, like, other people, um, like, we'll eat lunch with some friends and they just end up, like, just watching me and my mom talk because it's totally a foreign language. And, um, yeah, my grandpa never follows our conversations. We might as well be speaking Greek. So let's talk about Rebecca and Paula. You skipped another one of yours. I did. Emma and Regina. Yeah, I was going to come back to it. Oh, okay. We can come back to it. I don't feel like talking about it yet. (laughs) You have to warm up to it. (laughs) Laz is being so cute, you guys. Hold on. I have to pause for Kitty Snuggles. Um, He ran away. So Rebecca, (laughs) he's like, F you. He's like, "Uh, you told everyone I was going to snuggle with you, so I'm not. Um, Rebecca and Paula, I... What's your issue with them? It's so needy. Like, this is from Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, by the way. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, guys. You should be watching. If you're not, I don't know what to do with you. Um, Season two just came out on Netflix. Hello. You can finally catch up. Um, But season two, there's especially, like, moments where Paula really needs a friend and Rebecca is just so self-involved. Okay, I was going to say, pretty much all of these female characters we have on this list are selfish. Yeah. Like... That's yeah. why their relationships are kind of codependent, because, I don't know. Leslie is, like, so giving from Parks and Rec. And then Abby and Alana are selfish, but in a very, like, self-insulated way. But, yeah, Lori, Lori, Lorelai and Rory. They're both fucking selfish. Yeah. And with Rebecca, Rebecca and Paula, I feel like that's kind of the problem, is Rebecca is very self-involved, and everything's about her and Josh, and everything's, like, wrapped up in her world, and then y'all, Laz is trying to eat the microphone, and it's throw really your shoe. funny. Throw your shoe, so he'll catch it. No, Oops. throw it over here. <laughs> Go fetch. He's a dog. <laughs> He's not fetching, but he is investigating. <laughs> um, but yeah, so Rebecca will be like, oh my gosh, Josh! And then Paula could, like, have one arm, like, dangling yes, by a tendon. that's true. Off of her body. She'd be like, oh my god, Josh! And Rebecca would be like, oh my god, what would Josh think about your arm almost falling off of your body? And Paula would be like, I'm bleeding out! And Rebecca would be like, Oh my god, I bet Josh could save you. Like, <laughs> let me go call him. Let me text him. Yeah, I'm going to talk to Josh. Hold on. This would be such a great bonding moment. But didn't you say they got better in season two? They do, because finally yet. in season two, Paula is like, I'm sick of your shit, Rebecca. You're not a good friend. And Rebecca's like, oh, I should be a better friend. So she yeah, does work should. on it. Um, 
But it literally takes Paula being like, I'm not talking to you for her to like get there. And even then it's still more of like Paula's more of a mom and Rebecca's like yeah. more of a needy baby. I just like their friendship because of their adventures. Their shenanigans are and pretty I, awesome. I also like that Paula like didn't like Rebecca at first and like set out to like destroy her and then they like became instant BFFs. I do like that. And they're very close. Like, you know, they still tell each other everything mm-hmm. and like it's this own sort of like insular world where they're like yeah. best friends. But I just don't like the way Rebecca treats Paula. Yeah, I mean they're not in my top five. Okay, who else? I guess we can talk about Emma and Regina from Once Upon a Time. Are you ready? Malia doesn't think they're friends. I don't really. They are. The past, like, two seasons, they've been friends. I mean... Think about... Okay, you're caught up, right? Yeah. So this season, remember, Regina... What was it? They went somewhere together. Regina, like, chased after Emma or something. Mm-hmm. Not Marina Bell. And Regina was going to, like, sacrifice herself so that Regina didn't have to die. I mean, so Emma didn't have to I die. I mean, I know. But, like, at the same time, it's more of, like, they're more family than they are friends to me. Like, I yeah. see them the way, like, they're almost like sisters who aren't really friends. You know, there are some sisters who yeah. are friends and some sisters who That's aren't. That's me and my sister. We're friends, but we're not, like, we're never going to be super close sisters. BFFs. Yeah. Like... I think they would die for each other. They are mm. totally there. They will give each other advice. They but like, co-parent. I don't really see them, you know, if they're both, like, free on a Thursday night. Are they going to be like, hey, girl, I got a <laughs> bottle of rosé. No, that's true. Like, they're not going to just chill. Like, I don't see them ever, like. Well, but neither of them are girls' night type of people is the other thing. Like, Meredith and Christina, yeah. they're not really girls' night kind of but people. But I don't really see them. I don't know. Like, they don't really talk about things that aren't, like. Well, they don't have time. They're trying to save the world. That could be part of it is their world is always literally exploding. But, like, even with Henry, it's never just, like, oh, he drew this really cool picture. Isn't he so talented? I will say, I do think if they weren't trying to, like, stay together to save the world, I don't think they would be friends. Yeah. Like, they don't have much in common other than Yeah, they don't, like, tell stories or, like, just chill. But, okay, so, but I love their relationship. Yes. It's very complex. That's what I... will say I feel them as sisters, not as, like... Because they're very, they feel very family to me. And you root for them to be friends is the other thing. Because they've fought a lot and hate each other. And you've always, like I know in season one, the big fan conspiracy theory was that they were actually lovers. (laughs) And Emma was like in a psych ward. Because these are the creators of Lost. And so everybody was like, oh, they're not actually there. They're actually dead. Or she's in a coma. So. Yeah, I kind of see, especially now that they've written in, oh my god, the Wizard of Oz witch. Who? The red Oh, Zelina. Zelina. Hate her. Now that, now that they've written her in, I kind of see, too, like, the way they're writing the relationship similarly. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a very love-hate, like, yes. I'm stuck with you, I'm here for you because you're family. Which but... I love because it's very unpredictable. Yeah. Okay, moving on. Quinn and Rachel, another one that you say is codependent. And it is. <laughs> they are so, I And it's love, toxic. Their friendship is so Yeah, toxic. I was going to say, that's the thing. I love them. And they're one-liners. Quinn's one-liners. Oh, so funny. That's just, y'all, if you haven't seen Unreal, you need to oh, go yeah. watch it. It's It was created by one of the original producers of so The good. Bachelor. And it's, it's about the producers behind the scenes. It's like a fake bachelor producers reality show but it's so much better than the bachelor so much better it's so good and like so quinn is the showrunner and then rachel started off as like this production assistant that quinn like mentored and brought up and anyway finally like promotes and whatever and so they just have this really complicated friendship where like quinn made rachel but also 
in well, some I ways, she, Quinn holds Rachel back. Right. Well, because I think Quinn sees Rachel as maybe a young her, but with, like, mental issues. Like, and so it's totally almost like she, they're best friends, but I feel like it's, like, a mother-daughter thing as well. Like, it's very complex. And they're still really competitive. Like, yes. Quinn is still really fiercely jealous. In season jealous. two, you see that because they go behind each other's backs and mm-hmm. they fuck shit up and, Yeah. So they're not perfect. It's a toxic friendship. Yeah. But I love it. And Quinn uses Rachel. Oh, Constantly. Yeah. Constantly. Yeah. So, I mean, that's what, like, it's not, I mean, she uses it's it It's not the same friendship time. goals. Yeah. But I love watching it. Yes. It makes for good TV. It's, and it's, I like seeing, again, so, like, one of my big things is seeing complicated female relationships on television. Yes. Because you don't. That's true. That's true. So, I mean, that's one of the reasons making this list was kind of hard, because we don't watch shows where everyone is like... Oh my god, everything is awesome. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, when we first started trying to come up with this list, we were both like stumped and we just kind of stared at each other and we were like, I think Malia even said, she's like, none of the shows we watch like have girls with like girlfriends. Like, they're You'll not notice just like, there's some mother daughter pairs on this. Yes. Side. They're not just girls like having a tea party or like a girls' right. night or a sleepover. Yeah. They're saving the, the world or they're fucking up the world. Yeah, none of it's even, like, Golden Girls level of, like, we're all friends. No. Golden um, Girls did not make this list, and neither did Sex in the City. Golden Girls could have made the list, except that it's old. Yeah. Same but, with, um, like, the Mary Tyler Moore show was on a lot of lists. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I Love Lucy. Yeah. And was, I love um, Mary and Rhoda, but, like, that's so old. <laughs> well, and Sex in the City didn't make the list because Carrie Bradshaw is a shitty friend. She's awful. I need to watch that. You've never seen it? Mm-hmm. Oh my god, watch it. It's worth it just to like hate it. Like I love the show, but like I hate Carrie. Yeah. And most of the characters. Anyway, okay, an actual friendship that you like. <laughs> uh, Elise hasn't seen the show either. No, I've seen the so... first two episodes. Oh, that's right. But Trish is but in there. I, yeah. I can't stomach so it. So it's Jessica Jones and Jessica and Trish. They're, again, I was going to say it's a little bit like cheating because they're sisters, basically. Oh, they are? Like, so... Like, literally? No. Oh. Um, Jessica ends up an orphan and Trish is this, like, teen star... And so Trisha's mom thinks it would be a good, like, idea if they took in Jessica. So as, like, teenagers, they started growing up together. Yeah. So Trish is always looking out for Jessica, and Jessica's always looking out for Trish. But I like their relationship. But the show starts when they're not friends, right? Right. Because that's so, what I like, saw. they just had, like, stopped hanging out because um, Trish wanted Jessica to do one thing, and Jessica wanted to do another, and so they didn't get along for a little while, so they, like... They had, like, this spat, and then they get back, like, to being friends. Um, and I like that because it's their sisters, but they're also friends, like, well, first and foremost. Yes. And they're complete opposites. Yes. It's even apparent in, like, the, like, you look at the casting, and you're like, okay, so one is a tan blonde, and the other is a very pale brunette. Mm-hmm. Um, like, almost goth. Yeah. But it's good. They, again, have their arguments and their disagreements, but they're always, like, fundamentally watching out for each other. Even to the point that Jessica protects Trish from her own mom. It's such a good show. I so wish I could watch that show, but I just couldn't. I couldn't do it. It's pretty. It was too. It's a little gritty. Yeah. It's very gritty. It's very dark. And y'all know I don't do dark. You notice most of of these shows are like total, like, (laughs) except for like Grey's Anatomy. They're all very like 
happy comedies. <laughs> well, and Unreal. Unreal's pretty dark. Yeah. But Unreal's funny about it. I don't know. The next one is very light and fluffy. Yes, it is. Tell me about it. It's Jane. Jane. It's Jane, Jane. and Zoe. I was trying to say Zoe and Jane, and it came out as Jane. Jane. Jane and Zoe from Jane the name. Virgin. They're mother and daughter yet again. We have lots of mother and daughters on here. And they're both, they were both teen moms. No, 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 no. Jane was 24. No, no, no. Oh, sorry. I meant Lorelai oh, and Zoe. Oh, I gotcha. I was like, no. No, Jane was not a teen mom. But no, like Lorelai and Rory don't have a huge age difference yeah. because they're a teen mom. Maybe and that's then... the key to having your, your daughter be friends with you is to be a 16-year-old. Well, even my mom was only 21 when I was born. That's true. But that's that's young yeah. for us because we're say, 23 and 24. It's older than 16 but it's not like that old it's not like a grown-up grown-up yeah because i have friends whose parents were like 30 and 40 when they were born Mm -hmm. and it's just they love them very much but it's different yes so what do you love about jane and so because you wanted them on this list i was like meh i i think what i really enjoy about that relationship honestly isn't even the friendship part but the fact that like jane is the very responsible serious one and Mm -hmm. so is always the one who's like no, have fun. Get out of your comfort Just zone. Just like Lorelai and Rory. Yeah. So they're like totally. Except Lorelai is more like disciplined. Yeah. Than so Zoe. they're opposites in a sense. But I also like how, uh, you know, even though they are mother and daughter, they still kind of have that friendship going. We did. I mean, I went back and forth on whether or not Alba should be included. But Alba is kind of the only, their grandma. Well, she was Jane's grandma. She was Right, like, she and Zoe weren't really friends, and to Jane, she's very much a grandmother. Mm-hmm. Like, she's who she goes to for She advice. scares her into being a virgin for 24 <laughs> years. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. I mean, they're close, but it's a very different sort of relationship. Yeah. But Jane and Zoe, I like, because it's, I mean, they're both involved in each other's dating lives, and giving advice, and supporting each other. Yeah. Um, I don't watch the next show. Tell me about it. You actually should give Daria a try. Have you tried to watch it before? I've never heard of it. Oh my god. It's on... It I believe it's on Hulu. You should watch it. It was a cartoon on MTV in the 90s. Mm-hmm. Um, and Daria is this super sarcastic teenager. And Jane is her best friend. And they have this like total teenager relationship where they are like ride or die for each other. But they also get into arguments and sometimes just get sick of each other. But they're both very dry, and they're both very, like, over the high school experience, and you end up with some really good commentary. Like, at one point, Jane, she's, not Jane, Jane also was really good in school on Jane the Virgin. Um, But Daria, not Jane, Jane and Daria is an artist. See if you can follow that conversation. But Daria in Daria does really well in school and, like, gives this commencement speech or whatever their graduation and is like... Oh, man, you know, being a teenager, you can't decide, uh, you know, like, if you want to go to school or not, but you have to decide what you're going to do for the rest of your life, like, things like that. You know, you can't stay out past your curfew, but you can't drink alcohol, but you're supposed to choose your major and your future and decide what you're going to do for the rest of your life. So there's stuff like that that's really funny. Or um, her sister, Quinn is a total, like, diva ditz, and so she'll just, like, make total commentary on them being ridiculous. She had a try. If nothing else, it's a good background show. Yeah. How many seasons does it have? Like, five. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, so who's last on our list? This was, like, a moment of genius. <laughs> we were about to close off the list, and Elise was like, oh my god, Hillary Duff! 
The ultimate BFF. Uh, yeah. And Sutton Foster, a.k.a. Kelsey and Liza from Younger. Mm -hmm. I had to Google their names. We couldn't remember their names on the show. We were just like, oh, let's just write down Hillary Duff and Sutton Foster. I know them. That's their more important identity. Yeah. So what's your favorite thing? Okay, they really are. Elise has one reservation, though. I do. Okay, so Liza, I'm not caught up. I'm like a season behind, I think. But Liza lies to, what's her name? Kelsey. I was going to say Hillary. The whole, their whole friendship. So, I mean, I love them as BFFs. Like, they even, like, I think one of the first episodes, Liza, like, has to get Kelsey's, like, it's a diva tampon cup, right? out or it's something. It's a tampon or a diva cup, but it's, like, stuck up in there and she has to, like... Up in her vagina. Know. Yeah. So, I mean, they're obviously close. Yeah. I thought that was really funny. And it's yeah. just a funny show. And they're... Again, like, they have that supportive kind of give and take, and Kelsey kind of mentors Liza, mm-hmm. uh, and then in other ways, Liza's able to mentor Kelsey, because mm-hmm. she's older, like, yeah, by, like, 20 years. Liza's this old mom trying to deal with, like, this, you know, 20-something. The 20-something is the one who's up and current on the career. Well, and I like that Rachel, or not Rachel, <laughs> no, I can't remember her name. Kelsey, she's very immature in a lot of ways. She's like the typical millennial that's like airheaded. Yeah, at some point she's like screwing a married guy and she's like, who cares? Right, but she's also, she's always 100% there for Eliza. Yeah. And I like that. They're not really, I mean, lying is selfish, but aside from that, I don't feel like they're that selfish. Yeah, I agree. Laz, shut the fuck up. Laz would like to tell you guys hi. And eat whatever he's tackled back there. Okay, so if you could choose one of the female characters from this list to be your BFF, who would it be? I think it would be Abby from Broad City. Because... I'm going to pull a Mariah Carey and say I don't know her. <laughs> She's the one with the vibrator, not the one who was having sex. Oh, okay. So Wait, she's is she the, like... I hate to say this, but is she the pretty one? I don't know. Which one do you think is pretty? Oh, no. I just thought about it. No, I can't remember which one is which. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. She's not, not going to help you. She doesn't okay. have curly hair. She has the straighter hair. Oh, okay. I yeah. think they're both pretty. Yeah. Well, because after I said that, I was like, wait. They look Alana, like sisters. Alana is, is like hot pretty, and Abby is like pretty pretty. Yeah, I can see that. But Alana is like Well, because Abby's pretty. the quiet one, right? Yeah. yeah. But Abby's like enough of like a, I don't care, let's go party, that she's like... I feel like she would make me loosen up, but at the same time, she's not Alana-level crazy, which I could not handle. Mm-hmm. So, I think Abby could be my Alana. What about you? It's confusing. <laughs> um, my, I actually, I really... She cheated. I wanted to put Morgan from the Mindy Project on this list. Yeah, we looked for several ways to include the Mindy Project We love the list. Mindy Project, but she ha- that's one of our complaints, is she has zero girlfriends. She had one for a while, but then her friend she had a kid, and, like, they wrote her off Well, the she show. went on to be on Pitch Perfect, and then she got too big Oh, yeah, that's right. It was Anna Camp or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. But, so, I love Morgan, and I wish he could be my BFF, but he's not a female. So, if I had to choose from this list, I think it would be Paula, because she's loyal AF. Yeah. And I need a sidekick. Or I might choose Jess, because she reminds me of my friend Jessica. <laughs> She's very, like, sweet and adorable. I, mean, I like Jess, but she would be a little much, I think. Oh, yeah, she'd annoy the shit out of me. Yeah. But, like, at least I know she cares. That's true. So, like, Meredith and Christina, they don't care. 
They're bitches. Fair enough. Yeah, it's very like they're meh. out for themselves. Like they even like they say that from day one. Well, same with like Rachel and Quinn. Like I like yeah. the hilarity of their relationship. Yeah, but like I wouldn't survive in that friendship. No, I want someone to like be there for me. And even like I mean, Daria and Jane have a good relationship, but they're both like sullen teenagers. So mm-hmm. maybe grown up Daria and I could be friends. Yeah. Maybe, I mean, Lorelai would be cool, but Or she's... Leslie Nope could be my BFF. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> How about Amy Poehler? Yeah, just Amy Poehler. That's even better. IRL. <laughs> be my BFF. So Definitely not Mindy Kaling. Not Mindy Kaling. She'd be a good BFF, but Mindy Lahiri would oh, yeah. not. No, Mindy Lahiri would be too much. Yes. Yeah, but Mindy Kaling could be my BFF too. Mm-hmm. So one, one friendship we left off of the list mm-hmm. is um, Rihanna and her flask at, Apparently the, at the Grammys. It was a big deal. Apparently it was a big deal, guys. I didn't watch the Grammys. I did not either. But I I watched. I felt like I watched it because I saw everything on Twitter right before bed. Like I saw Adele pulling a Katie Heron. Yeah, I saw and those breaking memes. her award. That was so fucking funny. I've seen some interesting comments about that, like, today. Me too. Um, because they were talking about how, like, essentially by doing that, like, yeah, it was cheesy and, like, come on, Adele. But it was, like, a cool solidarity, like... Well, but everyone was pissed because Beyonce didn't win. And so yeah. I feel like if she wouldn't have done that, people would have hated on her. Yeah. People were like, oh, you're lame. But then they were also like, okay, yeah, but... And it was so sincere. Everyone's saying she Kanye'd herself. Like, but she really did think Beyonce should have won. Yeah, well, because she was saying, like, she was, like... D- some song that they had as Destiny's Child, like, influenced her career and this and that. And, like, who doesn't love <laughs> and Beyonce? Then, Come on. And then behind the scenes, even, when she was talking to reporters. What? The quote where she was like, what does a black woman have to do to get a fucking award? Oh, she did. That's when she was swearing. No, she sweared on live TV when she was performing. Oh, really? She, okay, here's what happened. She was, um... We I, had again, different Adele I didn't swearing see this. instances. Y'all, on the outline, I just wrote Adele swearing. So I guess she swore multiple times. Yeah, because she was no. like, what does it fucking take for a black woman to get an award? <laughs> like, she was mad. So she was singing a tribute to George Michael. It was a George Michael song. Yeah. And she apparently messed it up at the beginning. And then she, like, said, fuck, out loud. And she was like, guys, she was like, I need to start over. I, I have to honor him the right way. She was like, let's please just start over. So then afterwards, she apologized for swearing on live TV. But yeah. Wow. She did that. I fucking love Adele. I love her. She's pretty badass. She's the best. She must have had to start over on live TV, though. Like, play through it, girl. And my thing is, like, yes, Beyonce should have won. That's the album no one could stop talking about. Yeah. And, I mean, Adele is Adele. Like, she's flawless. She's flawless that much, though. Well, that's my thing is Hello was really good, but... Other than that, you didn't really hear anything mm-hmm. about it. 21 and 19 were both amazing. Oh, really 21. Yeah. 21 but was perfect. I feel like she won because, to me, when I think of the Grammys, I think of Adele. Like, yeah. her sound and everything. It's very classical. It's just classic Grammy. So, I think that's why she won. I mean, I'm sure it's a bunch of old white dudes voting. Yeah. But Adele was pissed about it. She yeah. was like, of course I'm grateful, but also, yeah. all y'all need she to She Kanye herself. She did. It was amazing. So what else happened? Okay, Beyonce performed while she was pregnant um, with twins. She looked like a fucking sun goddess. She, yeah, I was oh going to say she looks like God. a goddess. <laughs> like, can we just put her on a stamp already? Uh, yeah. Like, can we like elect her queen? Like, she looked like a painting of the Madonna, I like know. with the halo thing and like all of that gold. Yep. It was nuts. 
She looked so good. And also, who performs while they're pregnant? Not me. Like, I wouldn't. I'd be in bed eating Cheetos. (laughs) Did you watch SNL this weekend? No, I didn't. There's a whole Cheeto thing. Oh, really? Yeah, basically it's this ad agency, and they're just making, like, pitch for, like, all of these different pitches for Cheetos, and it's funny, because it's obviously lampooning Donald Trump, because um, oh, he's a Cheeto. Gotcha, yeah, President Cheeto. Um, aw, little last nail. <gasps> he lost another nail! Um, oh, yeah, and then, oh, I another Cheeto. Why? Sucks. What? I just don't like his music. No, I was literally telling Austin awesome the other like his day. Face. So, oh, stop. He's perfect. He's Bay. I would date him. I love him. No. But no, Austin, I was showing him the music video Thriller for the first time. He'd never seen it. And so we started watching Michael Jackson's videos. And I was like, you know, the closest thing we have to MJ today is Bruno Mars. Like, literally. Yeah. I mean, he dances, he has funky music. Yeah, but I hate his music, so. I love it. You just hate it because he said the word bitch. No. I, what song did he say bitch in? I don't know. Uptown Funk. Oh, my God, no. Oh, I and just, then his new one, he's like, bad bitches and your ugly ass friends. I don't even care about that. That's not the problem. <laughs> I think I just don't like like the funk sound. Like, Uptown oh, Funk. I love it. it oh when that song God. comes on, I want to put my head in the sand Stop. and then, like, bomb everyone around me. Okay, well, he did a Prince tribute, so it was a Prince song. Do you like Prince? Which Prince song? I have no idea. He wore, like, a purple jacket. And that's the other thing is everybody was pissed because, like, he was dressed as Prince, which I don't... How else do you do a tribute? I don't know. That's confusing. I really don't know. I mean, I guess Adele didn't dress as George Michael, but that would have been... (laughs) That would have been a little difficult. (laughs) They look very different. (laughs) Whatever. Lady Gaga dressed up as Metallica because she sang with them. Yeah, that was weird, too. Yeah. Oh, I heard they had tech... There was a lot of technical difficulties, apparently. Um, yeah. It sounded like a shit show. So, we didn't really love the Grammys. We just talked about it because we knew you would expect us to, our loyal fans. hmm What did you love instead of the Grammys? Um, this week I'm loving my Erin Condren Colorful Dual Tip Markers. They're, they're pens on one side and then markers on the other. I expected to hate them when they came in, but I they're actually too. pretty cool. They're really cool. So today I like color coded my planner and I'm writing a review. It's going to be live this week. So just check it out. I'm loving them because they originally, they had this other set of pens that we hated. Yeah. You can read my review. It's yes. Bad. And they got rid of those. They were ColourPop. Is that what it was? It was Gemtone. Gemtone. That's gem what it was. Gemtone rollerball pens. Sucked. And then they had the Party Pops markers. Mm. They got rid of the Gemtone pens, which were not expensive, but too expensive for being shitty. Yes. And the same for the markers. The markers were okay, and they replaced them with these dual tip markers, which, like, one side is, like, a fine liner, just a very thin tipped pen, mm-hmm. um, and the other side is, like, a felt tip marker. I love them. I'm obsessed. I like them. They're pretty solid pens. So what are you loving this week? I am loving Bright Cellars wine subscription box. I think. I haven't actually tried the wines yet because <laughs> I had to bring them back up to the office so we could take pictures. But you love that they shipped to Arkansas. Yeah, that's true. It's kind of hard to find places who will ship to Arkansas. We have some crazy liquor laws. Um, but it was fun. It's the one that's, like, developed by MIT grads. It's what all of their ads say. I'm like, I'm sure stupid people graduate from MIT, too. Come on. Um, that, was, that was a joke. And um, <laughs> anyway, you go through and, like, you fill out this flavor profile. So they're like... Do you like coffee or do you like coffee with your cream 
or you know, do you, which kind of juice do you like? And then somehow based on all of that info, they're like, now what kind of wines do you like? Do you like red wine or white wine? And they send you a box of wine. Yeah. I'm excited to try it, but I haven't tried any of them, which is why I'm like, maybe they're all bad. And I paid I mean, I would think they're wine. all bad. Because they're not sweet. Yeah, I think some of them should be, like, fa fairly sweet, but none of them are Moscato sweet. Yeah. So. Pass. We'll see. I'll let you know. I'm planning on writing a review. I was about to say, are you? Unless I get too shwasted. <laughs> so, we got Garrett to write a review of a different wine oh, subscription God. box. And so there was one night. We had was, to bring in a professional. Yeah, he was, uh, he, you can read it. It's the Wink um, wine subscription box. And anyway, he was, like, writing one review as he was drinking, like, this entire bottle of wine. It was really funny. He definitely got, like, obviously more drunk. Um, yeah, it was, yeah. I really it's enjoyed it. pretty clear. It. I don't really plan on doing that, though, so if I get too drunk, I just won't write. <laughs> you say that now until you've had that glass. Yes, one glass gets everyone <laughs> drunk, not just you. Hey, if it's good wine, you don't know. No. It could be like 13% oh, alcohol. It doesn't matter. Y'all, Elise gets so drunk off of so little wine. It's a blessing and a curse. It's true. I do get pretty drunk on like stout margaritas. Like it only takes two stout margaritas for me to get yeah. wasted. It's like I'm a two glass girl. And I'm like two glasses of anything except Long Island iced teas. That's one and done. <laughs> but everything else, it's two and done. Mm, LITs. Mm, that's a cheap way to get drunk. That's I a, love LITs. It's a combo. Don't hate on them. Combo for a different day. Um, what's your boss moment? My boss moment this week is that I am delegating. Delegating. <laughs> She's making things more I've had, delicate. I've had my two glasses. <laughs> <laughs> You're making things more delicate around the office, eh? Mm -hmm. um, yeah. I'm delegating. Yeah, she's very proud of herself <laughs> when she's not too busy delegating. I'm delegating the delegating process. How about that? <laughs> Um, I've been trying to delegate. It's not working out too well. I'm learning as I go. Well, it's hard. Like, we were talking about yes. it. And sometimes there's a... In, oh, my God. It's episode one of season two of Unreal. Yes! Oh, my God. I was literally messaging Dana while I watched episode one. And I was like, Dana, Quinn is yeah. teaching Rachel to delegate. Because Rachel is like... She's been promoted and she's, like, managing these people. And they're screwing up. And Rachel just wants to get in there and fix it. Mm -hmm. And Quinn says... No, sit down, tell her how to fix it. Mm -hmm. Don't jump in and, and fix it. And my favorite line is when she's like, nobody tells you, but being the boss actually kind of sucks. Yes. Because it does. It's so hard. It's more work to have someone help it you with something. It literally is. It literally is. I know. Like, And I understand down the road, it's better for everyone if you have taught mm -hmm. them and then they help you and you're delegating. But teaching is hard. It's hard. Like, I purposely didn't go to grad school because I didn't want to be a teacher. Ditto. <laughs> Ditto. But yeah, it's a learning process. It's it's going well. Just She's keeping focused on the light at the end of the tunnel where everyone will know all the things she's delegating and it will yes. actually get better. Someday it'll happen. If you hear a loud <laughs> fucking noise, it's Laz. Being a little shit. He's attacking the blinds. <laughs> very loudly. He's very excited about it too. Now he he like, decided to show up to this podcast. He's been absent from the past few. But now he's here and he's letting us know. Okay, so what's your boss moment? Oh, yeah. I'm staying organized, y'all. Like, I'm always relatively organized with my day designer. 
which helps because it's very structured. But, like, I've been even more on it than normal. Like, if I'm talking to someone and they're like, oh, okay, I'll have this for you Wednesday, I take my day designer and I flip <laughs> to Wednesday and I'm like, they will have this for me on Wednesday. Oh, shit. I'll remember and that. And then when they don't, I'm like, it's Wednesday. And I'm like, hey, so where's that at? How's Yo. it going? So she emailed me. Oh, my God. Okay, so what just happened for those of you at home is Laz tried to climb the blinds and succeeded, and then he fell onto the floor, and Elise is going to die. He fell all, like like five feet. Like four feet. No, it was like five. Okay, so anyway, I was. He's totally fine. My story I was gonna say was that Malia literally. So she emailed me Friday, and she was like, "Hey, reach out to this person." And I was like, oh, it's Friday at 6 p.m. Remind me to do it Monday. So at that moment, I flipped to my planner. (laughs) And on Monday, I wrote, remind Elise to reach out to this person. Yes. So then today, I went to the bathroom. Literally went to the bathroom. And I came back and I had a sticky note on my personal planner saying, reach out to so-and-so. Yeah, it's because I needed to cross it off my list. Like, I had to remind her and she wasn't there. So I just She is crazy. It's really but helping I mean, it me worked. Though. I put yeah. it in my planner, so because I mean that's the I'm really bad. Or I'll leave emails in my inbox or something and be like, oh yeah, I have to follow up with this. But if I put it in my planner, um, then I, it also can't fall off my list. Or like if I reach out to someone mm-hmm. and then they, I'll if especially if it's someone who's not good about like getting back with me. Some of our partners and stuff that I have to like manage relationships with. They'll I'll email them and it'll be like three weeks and I'll be like, yo, anyone there? So now I email them. I flip one week and I'm like, Stop. I emailed amazing. them a week ago. It's genius. That's so cool. It's the best because I have so much room in that planner. Yeah. Like I'm never gonna run out, yeah. and it's really helping me keep track of stuff. Like it helps me keep track of like last week. I had asked Elise when um, an interview that I did was gonna go live, and she was like, "Oh, it's scheduled for Wednesday, February 8th." And so I flipped to February 8th, and I was like, this interview is going live, so that I would remember to send the person that I interviewed yeah. the interview. That's awesome. It's changing my life. That's, that sounds life-changing. It's a little you're more work on the front end, too. but yeah, it's really helpful. Because you're leaving sticky notes in the planner. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to write myself a note in my planner to leave you more sticky notes. Ha, 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 ha. Kidding, mostly. Um, but yeah, I'm pretty excited about it. It's been helping. So y'all tell us how you stay organized. Hit us up with the hashtag just eavesdropping and tell us. We talked about so much. Tell us your favorite moment yeah. from the Grammys. Tell us um, what do we talk about? Favorite fictional way? friendships. Yes. Or what do you ship? Send us a picture of you and your bestie. I want to yes. see that. I would actually rather see that than know who your favorite fictional friendship yeah. is. No, we would definitely repost that. Yeah. Because we, we support women, supporting uh, other women. Yes. Ugh. This is such a feel-good podcast. I'm digging it. Stop. It's time to go. I'm not into it anymore. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> stop. <laughs> when am I going to grow out of the phase where I say stop all the time?